0: Welcome to Everything and Anything, where nothing's left off the table.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to week eight of Everything and Anything, where nothing's left off the table. We're your hosts, Mitchell Hallett. And I'm
0: Austin Peters.
1: Like I said, welcome back to week eight, we're on week eight, our second podcast of 2021. First episode of 2021 is in the books. Let's freaking go. Let's do this. Let's do it, boy. For sure. For sure. Uh, we would like to keep thanking everybody. I know we say it every episode, but we are truly, truly thankful for all the continued support from you guys. Um, I keep getting notifications a couple times a week that we keep getting a couple likes on Facebook, stuff like that. I know I run the, I don't know what's going on on
0: Instagram because you run and I run the Facebook. So, but <laughs> we're getting some interaction there. Oh, we always like that, Bria. We do like some interaction on the Interaction is always nice, Bria. Don't want to be in inter- the interactions.
1: <laughs> but we do, conti- uh, we do value the support very much. Um, and we thank you guys for continuing to keep supporting us on this wonderful journey that we call podcasting.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: um, we, I would like to put a little PSA in there for you guys, too. Um, we have changed podcast platforms. Uh, the old mm-hmm. one that we were using... It would after I think 90 days, it deleted our episodes. So right now, the only episode that we have on uh, any of our platforms is the one from 2021, our first one that we made like a week and a half ago. So we changed, uh, we, we changed platforms um, to see how this would work out. Uh, we are now on Anchor. Um, if you go to HTTPS colon backslash backslash, anchor dot fm slash mitchell m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l dash Hallet h-a-l-a-t and you will be able to find our podcast on anchor so
0: podcast on anchor
1: <laughs> be quiet brian <laughs> it happens once in a while <laughs> But so we are on Anchor now. We're going to see how this goes. It looks like we're able to keep all of our platforms or all of our uh, episodes on there. Uh, it doesn't look like we have a time limit. We're going to still try to keep them around 30 to 45 minutes though for you guys. Um, but yeah, so we're on Anchor. Uh, if you go to the, the website um, or if you search us on these platforms as well, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. And of course, our website that I just listed off earlier. Also, Austin and I have very exciting news to announce to you guys at the end of our podcast. Big things happening once again for everything and anything. Uh, so make sure you guys are tuning in to the conclusion section of our podcast to hear what we have going on for next week's podcast. The anticipation is building. The it's, it's, the anticipation is just, it's just building, bro. It's, it's just coming, bro. But you know... <laughs> So we are announcing that at the end of our podcast, so make sure to tune in to the end of our podcast to get the exciting news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but with that, let's dive right into some topics. We have about three topics that we're going to talk about here, um, and I would like to start off with one that really, really, really hits home for me, um, and right. this, <laughs> the statement is the world needs more barns. Like I said, this is a topic that really hits home for me uh, as I was in the pig industry for 15 plus years. My family has been in it for longer than that, doing show pigs, stuff like that. And that four-sided barn has a lot more meaning than a lot of people think. And the world needs to realize that and needs to hear the stories from people like me that and you, I mean, I know you're big into the ag industry. I was in the pig side of it. But people need to hear these stories to realize that there's more to that four-sided barn. Oh barn. Um, but so the statement, the world needs more barns, quote unquote, was started by Katie Hogue. Um, she's, if any of you guys in the livestock industry, I'm sure you guys know the Hogue's, uh, Hogue Livestock. Um, she started it as a way for everybody in the livestock industry to come together and share their own story. Like I was mentioning Um, as we need to advocate our industry. Her goal is for everyone to come together and help consumers and people who live in the city or away from this industry and aren't familiarized or as familiarized with this industry to understand the value of the barn. Uh, So so to start off with, um, I'm going to read some screenshots that I actually screenshotted from Katie's Facebook posts um, about this whole deal about starting like what why the world needs more barns. So this first one, uh, it goes trust, discipline, quality, honesty, integrity, teamwork, responsibility, priorities, consistency, respect, compassion. Our crew from the barn is the same crew for the show times. The three of us and our parents. It is fun to look back on the memories of winning shows, but so many of our favorite memories were at home. Even the small things in the barn were special. The radio played before iTunes. The sound when you turn the fans and cooler on. Packing cedar in the cool room or turning calves out after a hot summer day everything in the barn is real. In not many industries, do people from your childhood follow you into into your professional life. And then they go on to list a couple names, and then they say the list goes on and on. All these people walked into our barn throughout our show career. Each and every one of them are industry leaders who are today a vital part of the showtimes. It all happened in the barn. And then in all caps, they put, the world needs more barns. Then Hogue Livestock put on a post, and they go, on the outside, it looks like a four-sided barn. But if you look inside, the barn is a place that offers so much more. Adrian and Travis Platt of Upper Hand Genetics, The Pig Planet, and Platt Show Pigs share how the barn is a great place to raise future leaders. The barn, the first place you learn how to work with others, the place where you first learn to handle criticism, the place where you hear your parents' voices encouraging you, you got this, you can do this, buddy, and most importantly, I'm proud of you. The one place you can go to heal your heart and feel like maybe, just maybe, the world isn't actually falling apart. The place where the bond with an animal is something that can't be replicated. And there are always a couple of animals that will have a special place in your heart. I can't think of a truer statement for all the people in the back. And with big caps lock and multiple exclamation points, yes, the world needs more barns. So they started that whole deal with the world needs more barns. They're selling t-shirts, stuff like that. Um, so I'm sure you could reach out to them if you want to get more information on that. Um, but I'm going to share what my meaning about the barn is because like Katie said, you need to, we need to, as an industry, start talking about what our meaning behind the barn is to those people who aren't as familiarized with it. So for me, like I said, I was in the pig industry for 15 plus years. I've made so many great memories in it. It holds a very, very special place in my heart. Today's actually National Pig Day, by the way. If you I saw that.
0: that. I um, saw that.
1: But so it holds a very special meaning in my heart. The adrenaline, uh, prepping before shows in the ho- in the barn, uh, going up to the house after whatever, cleaning pig pens, eating a quick lunch and going back out, walking your pig, stuff like that. Uh, the memories made at the shows. I, I mean, I was grateful enough to be able to get reserve grand overall barrow at the Illinois State Fair. And I can assure you, that if it wasn't for all that work and all that family time put in at home, that wouldn't have happened. And I am forever grateful for that memory. And I will always have that in my heart. And that's my first point here is family. Family is a big part of that four-sided barn. You grow and work as a family and as a team. My days at home, they were spent with family out in that barn, day in and day out. uh, We all grew and learned as a family and we made family memories that will last a lifetime, like I said. So for me, the most important thing is obviously family. Then you learn your responsibility. You learn discipline. You learn teamwork. You learn your priorities. You have to get, I, for me personally, I had to give up hanging out with friends for a long time. I mean, I wasn't able to hang out with friends every night. I wasn't able to go out and watch a movie or go go-karting or go hang out at somebody's house all these years growing up. Cause I had priorities of being at home and getting these pigs ready and prep for these pig shows. Uh, it means giving up playing sports. I remember I played, uh, I think I used to play baseball and I don't remember there might've been one other one. And I had to give all that stuff up because of the pigs. It's just, you have to, you give up, you give up playing sports. My sister, she had to give up time playing sports because of the pigs. But I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, I always had to be out in the barn. I had prior, prioritized my time out in the barn. I was out there washing, walking, cleaning pens, going back up to the house. Like I said, grabbing a quick lunch and then coming back out and doing that same thing, uh, getting the pigs, what, trimming them, getting them ready for shows, stuff like that. And I hardly had any time for any other things to do or any other time to go out and live life. But like I said, I wouldn't have it any other way at all. It's The pig industry has taught me so much and I, I absolutely love it. Um, that four-sided barn, it teaches you respect. It teaches you compassion. Uh, and I'll talk about that part later. And Chad will probably get a kick out of this one. Uh, He always talks about the orange sprayer, but the orange sprayer is a big part of it. And everybody in the swine industry could probably back me up on this, that uh, when you look at any pictures of your kids showing, I guarantee you about 98% of those photos of you showing will have the orange sprayer that is used to help you prep the pigs before showtime. Guarantee you it. I know chad every time i post a picture there's always at least one orange sprayer and chad's like oh my god the orange sprayer or or the orange sprayer blah blah blah. i mean he always talks about it but (laughs) i mean that's just that that's like an icon basically for the swine industry i guess um another thing is it's it's just it's a lot more than going out and trying to chase banners at these shows yes banners are nice they're always nice to have it's always nice to win banners but those buckles will tarnish, the banners will fade. But those memories you make at those shows, those friends you make, the memories you make out in the barn with your family, with your friends, stuff like that, that stuff ain't going away. It ain't going away at all. You, you will always have those memories from those shows. And it, I, I think those memories are more important, honestly, than all that stuff. You learn all, this, all these life lessons that I've been talking about and those things will those memories will last a lifetime for you the barn is a place where life lessons are made tears are shed long nights are spent out there very early mornings i can guarantee you there's been mornings where we were out there at three four in the morning or there was nights that we left for a pig show that was in des moines at whatever nine o'clock at night eight o'clock nine o'clock at night got up to des moines at midnight put a little cot up inside the tack pen of the pig trailer slept in there and then when it came time around whatever like two, three, four o'clock in the morning to go set up our pens at the show. We're up and going and we're setting up our pens and we didn't get to bed that night till whatever, 10, 11 o'clock at night. So, I mean, there's very early mornings, a long night spent out there. um, And it's a bond with those animals that is made that makes it truly special inside that barn. I, each year I always find myself having a very, very special bond with a specific pig in the barn. And like that one pig that I posted today for National Pig Day, the one that I one did the reserve overall at State Fair with, that one will always hold a special place in my heart and have a special bond with it. And that was that pig that I made that bond with. It's a pig that I will connect with. I might walk it a little more. Uh, I might clean the pen a little bit extra, make sure it's nice and clean and extra clean compared to the other ones. Um, I might wash them a little more. And it's just one that makes going out to that barn so much more special. Each pig has its own personality and they grow to trust you more as the season goes on. And that is something that is so fun for me being in that barn, is learning those new personalities of those pigs. They all grow to trust you, they all learn to, all, they, they just grow these different personalities and each one is different and that's just what makes it fun. And just a couple of my last points, What people need to realize about the barn is it's more than just a barn. It's everything that I listed above and more. You grow as a person in that barn. You learn how to lose and win gracefully. Lord knows my parents have shoved that down my throat multiple times of just make sure you know how to win and lose gracefully. I mean, it's super important in life. Uh, You learn valuable life lessons. If it wasn't for that four-sided barn growing up, I guarantee you I would not be not even a quarter of the man I am today not at all. That that barn has changed me and shaped me to who, I am, to who I am today. And I think it's super important for the world to realize the power behind that barn and for the world to have more barns to teach people those important values. So for our Everything and Anything supporters, I encourage you guys to reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram, or if you're friends with me on Facebook, shoot me a message, shoot Austin a message, whatever. Reach mm-hmm. out to us Share your stories with us. Share your story of why the world needs more barns to your friends on your Facebook feed uh, and just show the world why the world needs more barns. A better world is a world with more barns.
0: Yeah, I'm going to chime in real quick. I I haven't showed before. I wish I did, but I I will say that honestly all my friends are pretty much in livestock and I know more people that show in livestock and um those agriculture kids whatever age they are some of the hardest workers i know like mitchell said early mornings late nights always working the gift 110 always they're always working hard i got to give them a lot of credit some of the hardest workers i know yeah
1: there's it, it is there's just a lot of memories made out there a lot of life lessons you learn out there i mean honestly and i don't know if you could tell or whatnot but just i mean just even talking about being out in that barn, talking about making those moments with those pigs and with your family and learning all this stuff, it gets me emotional about it. Cause I know this is going to be, I, I'm not, I don't have any pigs anymore. I'm done showing it's I'm out of the pig industry. i not, I mean, I'll still do whatever, help out or whatnot, but I'm not showing anymore. I'm not a junior exhibitor and it still makes me when talking about it, it makes me get emotional about it. And that's just that, that's the impact of the barn and that's what the world needs to realize about the impact of the barn and why the world needs more barns. So going off of that, um, I just encourage, like I said, everybody to shoot a message to Austin or myself um, or go to our everything and anything to shoot us a message on Facebook Um, we will share your stories on here. We'll share the stories on our Facebook or Instagram. So be sure to send those stories. I know I have a lot of livestock people that are following us on our deal. I don't know how many people in livestock are following us on our Instagram, but you're in charge of it. I haven't looked recently, but so, but yeah, just send us your stories about why the world needs more barns. I think this is a very, very important topic and I cannot stress that enough, but I could go on and on and on all day about this. So we're going to move on to our next topic. We. A couple, what? No, last week, yep. or a week and a half ago, we talked about the whole Morgan Wallen deal that happened mm-hmm. uh, with his racial slur and him getting kicked out, basically, of the country industry. So from there, I will just let Austin take over.
0: Now, just want to make it known, again, Mitchell and I do not support <laughs> what he said. We don't support any really racism in any single shape or form. Um, go listen to our last episode to hear... Harris talking about it and giving our views on it but just a side note um people say Morgan Whalen I don't get it it's a little pet peeve of mine it's Morgan Wallen I'm pretty sure he says Wallen I'm pretty sure (laughs) um but anyway um correct me if we're wrong but (laughs) yeah correct us if we're wrong but I'm pretty sure it's Morgan Wallen not Morgan Whalen yeah but um his album, we, we just want to add this in there real quick. But his album, Dangerous, which is the newest album he's released, um, spends the, is the first country album to spend seven weeks on the number one Billboard. And his sales, like we said last time, have gone up. I forget what percentage. I don't want to well, sales uh, like,
1: like that first like, day went up like three hundred percent. Yeah,
0: and it went up even went more up. I want to say like close to a thousand. Don't quote me on that. I don't it, went up, it went up a lot um but no one i just like the album the album's just i like i like um i'm not really haven't been really disappointed by him but i will say i like my five favorite songs in that album by him
1: yeah but what but, what, uh, what are those But let's get a little off topic what are your favorites
0: from there i have a couple but what are your favorites okay uh Wasted on you, sand in my boots. Oh, no, no, one imparti- Not in any particular order, but those who are probably my top two. And then still going down, somebody's problem, living the dream, neon eyes, and it's eight six five. That's the name of it, eight six five. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I almost said eight one five. Eight one five area code. <laughs> um, those are probably my top. I'm still listening to the album like certain songs and each day I'm kind of like, oh, you know. Oh, Good I, Lord, you got to get on that, Brie. I know, right? But each day I'm like, oh, you know, it's new. I haven't heard that one. Give that a listen. But no, I, no I've lo- wasted on you and sand in my boots. can just listen to I, that all day. I would say,
1: so my favorite for sure is still going down. I absolutely love that song. Uh, and then in no particular order for me, um, it would probably be Country Ass Shit, I love that song. That is a good one. That's a good hype up one. Uh, Living the Dream, Silverado for Sale, uh, Dangerous. That's a good one. Warning. And oh, I about Dangerous. Dangerous is a good one. I mean, name of the album, obviously. Uh, and then I actually, the one that I hadn't, didn't listen to right away and probably what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I probably listened to it or actually probably whenever this whole deal came out about him. I think I started listening to the album on repeat all the time and uh, neon eyes, neon eyes. I love yeah. that one,
0: but continue. But, Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Well, I was sad. That was, that's all I had for that one. I sure want to add on to it cause he's still number one. He's still number sales, one. And, and the sales are still going up and he actually just got, I think he just got signed back on by someone i think spotify and some radio stations are putting him back on because i'm of not demand. sure about spotify but I want eh, to one of
1: the one of those like spotify or apple music or one of the, one of those people one of those whatever platforms mm-hmm. they reinstated him and then like you want- said country stations are reinstating him once again
0: yeah. yeah good because i want him back on the radio I know. Um, I missed You know, when I don't listen to radio. I listen to the Ox. <laughs> I have my ox board and I just listen to that. <laughs> but, um, you know. I've
1: listened. The only reason I've listened to radio more, I have a Sirius XM subscription. But the only reason I started listening to FM radio more than that is because they took Morgan Wallen off of the highway. Oh. And some stations out here in Iowa were still playing Morgan
0: Wallen. So I was oh, like, well, good. I want to hear my Morgan Wallen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I have for that. I just want to throw that in there because. Kind of ending think, on until we had last time. I, I just,
1: I, again, we don't really support it at all, but I, I, I think that this is the right move. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, think, I don't think that he deserves to be, like we said in our last episode, I don't have to keep going on and on about it, but like we said in our last episode, I don't think he deserves to have his job stripped away from him just like that for a stupid move that he made. I get yeah. it. It's not right that he said it, but, and again, we don't support it at all, but still. I I just, I'm glad to see that Morgan Wallen is coming back on the air. I'm very glad to see
0: it, or I guess hear it, I guess is what I should say. Uh, Sorry blowing your ears out there. No, it's all good. You just got a little loud for my headphones, but that's all right. (laughs) Uh, My ears are only bleeding just slightly. But, yeah, no, I'm I'm very happy to see him
1: back on the air, kind of slowly coming back in. So, hopefully we'll see what happens. Uh, He did not get... Uh, reinstated back into the ACMs or CMAs, so he will not be getting any
0: awards. But I think he would have got a ton. He would have gotten, he would have won every awards. single one that he was nominated for probably best song, best album, yep. best voice, or whatever. He probably would have won all, all of those because not that Luke
1: Combs is not good. I love Luke Combs too. Oh, I
0: love Luke. Combs Top too. three
1: singers in order Eric Church, Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, but not saying that Luke Combs would not have done as good at the acms or whatever cmas all that stuff if this incident with morgan wallen didn't happen but since morgan wallen got kicked off luke combs song i think it was forever after all i think i think it wasn't sure but that song ended up going to the number one position and then they're all like oh number one position luke combs is forever after all five weeks in a row blah 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 but that's only because morgan Wallen's got taken off the air
0: his was going on for seven and i think it's still going on
1: yeah no yeah morgan Wallen, his like he's on the billboard for seven straight weeks now for top for the top whatever album or whatever so not saying at all forever ever forever after all isn't a good song like that's a great very song good. Very good. that was oh. probably about one of my most most listened to songs before morgan wallen's dangerous, dangerous. album came out because <laughs> then i kind of forgot about it because i was in the truck the other day and just put on my aux and all of a sudden the forever after all came out i was like what i haven't heard this song in
0: forever <laughs> like, what, what is this mysterious song? what is this um well hopefully he has concerts because i want to go to a morgan Wallen concert my coworker i also want to go to were, luke holmes or john parody concert but yeah my my co-worker and i we were actually
1: trying to figure out a way in the summer to go see uh, i think luke bryan and uh, uh morgan Wallen were going to be there luke bryan amazing Eric Church is definitely the best concert I've ever seen. He played from seven till 1230 in the morning straight. He was amazing. But I think Luke Bryan and Morgan Wallen were all both going to be there at the same time. Him and I were trying to figure out if we can get, if we can go to it. He already bought tickets for it, but I'm like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know if he's going to have the concert still like country thunder still says he's playing, but I don't know. Oh, is that country thunder? He was supposed to be him, Blake Shelton think john party was going to be there oh boy the other one was
0: oh i'm about to get my take myself some tickets
1: i know i i I, but i don't know what's going to happen but whenever i see all the ads on facebook and stuff like that it still says um morgan wallen so i don't know
0: well Because people are all
1: commenting on that well this aged well i'm like well
0: (laughs) i'm about to go get myself a ticket for that
1: i know but uh yeah i guess unless do you have anything else to add to that no,
0: we hand can it on to our next topic
1: all right i'm going to try to fly through this um i'm sure you guys haven't heard enough of me talking so um i'm going to talk about nascar for a little bit because we are about three weeks behind on my nascar topics here so <laughs> i have three weeks <laughs> of catching up to do i'm going to try to get in as fast as i can um running somewhat short on shorter on time so uh, i'm just going to try to fly through this So we kicked off our season, obviously, Daytona 500. It finally kicked off the great American race, the NASCAR Super Bowl. It was a very exciting race all around. Uh, Lap 15, they were already racing very hard, and it caused a big wreck that took out a lot of great cars. Uh, I personally did not understand at all why they were racing that hard that early. I mean, they still had 185 laps left, but that's Daytona. So I don't know. I I didn't think it was – necessary but you know whatever it led to a very exciting race after that caution came out they went into rain delay for about five to six hours and we finally got the racing back underway later in the evening i know you guys came over you guys watched the race with me so (laughs)
0: yeah
1: um uh, we were planning on watching american idol but then it ended up going to the race because it got rain delayed and nothing gets in the way of my nascar races here not even american idol
0: yeah, that that if your child was being born on Daytona Five Hundred, you'd probably be watching. But the I no,
1: I, I would be in the room, but I would just have the race on.
0: Yeah, I'm like shh, shh. I'd be I, like, yeah, honey, could you keep it down over there a little bit? Trying oh, <laughs> to silence. watch the race. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, um, that's horrible. <laughs>
1: I yeah, I would not do that. Trust me. Okay. Uh, good. I would plan accordingly, obviously. <laughs> Record it. <laughs> No, I'm. I'm talking. I would plan nine months in advance.
0: Recording. Oh my! God. Oh my! Doesn't even want to just record it. No, no, It has to be live. It has to be live. To be live. So have gotta I, be kidding me. I, so we would get this down to a T. I would make sure that it wasn't happening. They're uh, like, I'm in my ovulating schedule. I can't. But or something
1: like that. Yeah. Know. It was great racing till about the last forty laps. Those last laps. I thought we're boring. I know you guys mentioned it was kind of boring at the very, towards the end. Uh, I thought that people were going to start making moves and going to the low line, the bottom line and trying to make like form up a group of Chevys and form up a group of Fords, get them all to the front, try to beat these guys. And that didn't happen. I, I cause I know I kept telling you, I was like, all right, three laps to go, they're going to start forming something. Yeah. Two laps to go, they're going to start forming something. I was like, what the heck is going on here? Nobody's trying anything. I'm like, this I is a 500.
0: you like, it's going to happen this lap. because this rep, they, they got to start doing something this lap. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, they're not doing anything. Then yeah. there was the wreck.
1: I, was, I, I did not understand why they weren't trying anything. But it ended up coming down to the last lap, last about like quarter of the lap. They were going in to turn three and four to take the checkered. Uh, and Joey Logano is leading with his teammate behind him, Brad Keswalski. Uh, Michael McDowell, he's a good restrictor plate racer. Uh, been in the sport for a while. He gave Brad a big push. And Brad moved down to try to pass Joey, his teammate. Joey blocked. Those two wrecked. Caution comes out. Michael McDowell takes the win over Chase Elliott. Uh, so I was very bummed. I know you guys saw me throw my hat on the floor.
0: You, you are not a happy guy.
1: Because I was not happy at all. If that caution would have come out about three, four seconds later, Chase would have been the 500 winner. But, you know, it's all about luck at Daytona. So, you know, you lose some, you win some, it's whatever. But, obviously. not at all salty. Um, <laughs> um, but, like I said, McDowell prevailed, won his first career race after trying for, get this, 14 years and a hundred well I wrote down 156 starts without a win but I think it's more like 300 or something like that if I remember right it was like 200 or 356 starts without a win Um, I know it's not 156 I'm pretty sure it was 356 Um, I didn't mind McDowell winning but my only problem with that so my my thoughts on that is Michael McDowell is a car although this year and I think it has to do with him winning the 500 obviously this year he's been doing really good he won the Daytona 500. He's gotten top ten at the road course race. Got top ten yesterday at Homestead race. I think that's because they're starting to get more sponsorship money now. They gained another sponsor because they won the Daytona 500. So that mm-hmm. I think they're starting to get be able to put more money into stuff. So I don't know, but
0: money, money, money,
1: money gets you a lot of things. So, but I still think when it comes to the playoffs, only sixteen drivers are able to do the make it into the playoffs. Um, you win and you're in. So McDowell is in right now. But um, When it comes to the playoffs though, I do not think he's going to prevail at all. I think he's not, I don't want to say it's going to be a waste, but. It, you're saying it's going to be a waste. It's going to be a waste. He's going to get eliminated <laughs> in the first round. I guarantee you, it. I would put $5,000 on it right now that he would get eliminated. Like I would, he's not going to make it past that first round. I can guarantee you it. So somebody else that usually does better that it has struggled at the beginning of the season, but I guarantee you, I would bet again, $5,000 that they're going to prevail in in these coming weeks could use that spot. And I guess that's, that's, so if you want to make $10,000, you can bet me right now, but um, I don't know if I I have that, but. um, (laughs) You're like, rewind, rewind. Rewind. (laughs) Um, Which I guess this is going to lead me into my Daytona road course. Quick recap, Daytona road course a lot of hitting the turtles, a lot of hitting the bumps, a lot of hitting the turns, a lot of beating and banging. It was, there was a lot going on in that race. They called a rain caution with like 20 to go. Chase Elliott, my guy, was leading. They called the caution because they can throw a caution one time and they can put rain tires on if it's raining and then they can race in rain tires. And they did it last year. It was a very exciting race. Chase Elliott won it. Chase was going for his fifth road course race in a row. And he came, oh, so close. Oh, so close. (laughs) With that, with just a slight amount of laps left, they threw that caution out because there was rain literally in like one or two corners of the track and the rest of the track was completely dry. So they threw the caution to give the drivers an opportunity to go get tires. And guess what? None of the drivers took tires. So (laughs) it ended up being a bust. Chase got ended up getting, uh, going into the grass, almost hit a sign that was in the grass. He got spun out then because the guy didn't give him enough room, and then he thought that he wasn't going to give him the room, so he was planning on trying to just basically dive bomb in there to get the spot, and uh, ended up going to the grass and flying through the grass, and then he got turned by Denny Hamlin, which is not the first time, still salty from 2017, when he wrecked him out of a chance for the championship four.
0: Mitchell doesn't have grudges, though.
1: I don't have grudges, don't worry. I, well, I only have grudges when it comes to NASCAR, so don't worry. Oh. it's a lot but um anyways um so christopher bell he's in a good ride so this one is not a waste of a playoff spot he's in a a, a very good ride joe gibbs racing gets his first career win of the season of of his career i guess um he raced last year in a mid-performing car and was able to get good performances out of it and this year he goes to joe gibbs of five-star team basically and he gets a win in the second race of the season so he's not going to be a waste and then we go to homestead so we have a ford and a toyota that wins the first two we go to homestead just got done yesterday wasn't really full of action kind of boring um a lot of green flag laps the last like 107 laps went green uh very few cautions uh, a lot of the cars that were doing good in the beginning of the race ended up being outside the top 10 at the end. Um, the cars just didn't handle as well when the track changed because the track goes from day to night. So then they mm-hmm. gain more grip and when the sun goes down. So just certain cars just ended up not being set up for it in the end. Um, William Byron, he ended up dominating after the second stage, won the second stage, ends up leading the last 107 laps in the famed 24 car that I used to follow so passionately um he's in the famed 24 car with the flames we're not the flames with the rainbow warrior scheme now so because jeff gordon used to be called the rainbow warrior team because his car was full of rainbow it had all the rainbow colors on it and uh so they were called the rainbow warriors so william byron did a a new edition of the rainbow warrior paint scheme basically that he races this year for exalta same sponsor that jeff gordon had everything so i was very 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 happy with the outcome uh as even though i'm a chase elliott fan chase drove in the 24 that's why i went to chase and then he went to his dad's number then the nine and i just ended up following him uh that 24 car just like the pigs holds a very very special place in my heart and i always love seeing if chase elliott's not up front i always 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 love seeing that 24 car up front uh it it, he was in the rainbow warrior scheme like i said which was jeff's fame paint scheme um And it's just very cool to see that back up front. I love seeing the 24 car up there. It holds a special place in my heart. I did a 24-ever PowerPoint back in high school about Jeff Gordon. Uh, I still remember the day that Jeff Gordon retired. I was in Spanish class and about bawled my eyes out. I was very sad. I remember that. Um, But William Byron, after the race, uh, that's my last point, he said, get used to winning, boys, on the radio. And I think that that's going to be – the motto for hendrick motorsports this season i they showed a crap ton of speed yesterday chase was amazing on the on the short runs um and then he just ended up falling back but he came back up towards the front um but hendrick motorsports is a lot of power a lot of horsepower a lot of ponies under those hoods you're gonna see a lot of winning by hendrick motorsports i guarantee you it not just by william byron but alex bowman um chase elliott and kyle larson i i you're gonna see a lot of winning so i think everybody else who's not a hendrick motorsports fan get used to seeing hendrick in in victory lane because i'm very much looking forward to it so we'll see what happens so that means there's three drivers that weren't really expected to win the races right away in the season william byron christopher bell they're obviously very good cup car rides michael mcdowell is a surprise so it shakes up and makes all these playoff drivers have to really uh, dig and fight for all these points that are not in the playoffs right now because it was based off a of win because only usually like two, two three four drivers get in based on points and now right. that just went from like a big gap to like a very 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 paper thin gap so there's a lot of pressure on these drivers ford chevy or ford toyota chevy wins always love seeing chevy in victory lane obviously to kelp sigmo more <laughs> chevy love it um so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Las Vegas is next weekend. Uh, that's all we have for time. Uh, I don't know if, do you have any more remarks you would like to make Austin? Uh,
0: no, I just want to thank for, thanks everybody for staying along with us during this journey. Hope you're liking the content so far. Just go follow our Facebook and Instagram. Uh, go get a follow, a like, leave some comments, um, uh, you can either send a message through to Mitchell or I about content you want to see on our podcast yep. or tell us your opinion about something and we address it and we'll address it or either next episode or we'll comment back to you. We just, we just want to see interactions with you guys.
1: We would really, 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 really like to interact with our our audience out there. And there has not really been a whole lot. There's been Chad and Brooklyn, basically. So we would really like... <laughs> get a lot more people involved we want to hear what you guys are thinking we want to hear what you guys want to hear uh if you guys want us to talk about something let us know if you guys want our opinions on something let us know like austin said but please just start interacting with us start whatever commenting on our facebook post we'll comment back I and mean, we're cool we're chill yeah Brian. so you know <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. yeah it's it, it well it, it, let's make this fun uh we're having a blast we would like to thank you obviously like austin said for tuning in for week eight uh, we plan, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, to uh, repost our episodes from our old uh, platform that we were using to our new one. Um, so just keep an eye out for that. Uh, keep up the support. We're loving it. Mm-hmm. Like we said, send us your topics or questions. Uh, and it is time, Austin, the, to announce the, the news. Our exciting news. The big news. I'm like, din, 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 <laughs> like the Bulls Anthem, the Bulls Anthem when they come out where the lights go all dark.
0: yeah it's, it's huge news huge. huge it's gonna be huge, huge. it's amazing <laughs> wonderful news wonderful. you get oh, the love best it. news <laughs> best news around you gotta love it
1: um so with that thank you austin great introduction um, um thank you. With, <laughs> with that we would like to announce that next week uh we have not planned on a date yet um, I'm going back and forth with him right now, actually, as we're speaking. He was texting me a couple of times while we are filming this. Um, we're planning on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday area. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we'll get in that area. Um, but, Sir, Darion Page. it From the good old Sycamore, Illinois. Uh I was a coworker of his at DeKelp Sycamore Chevy. Uh he is now a preacher. Um so he and I cannot can not actually remember what the other company is. I think it's some like tech company. Uh, I'm going to ask him about that. We're going to hear about the other company he works for. Uh he works from home for that one. He's a preacher. He started his own uh, church, Serenity Church, so go ahead and give them a follow. Um uh it, he's a really cool guy. I'm really looking forward to it. Him and I shoot the shit with each other a lot. He comes to dealership. Him and I are always poking fun at each other. Uh, he's just a really, really down to earth, chillax, really cool guy. And I think you guys are going to love the episode. You guys are going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have questions for him. We're going to, it's, we're hoping for it to be like a conversation as if Austin and I and him were sitting down because we're going to have to do it over Zoom because I'm at school, um, but we're hoping it's gonna be like a conversation as if Austin and I and Darion were sitting down having a beer and a pop together. I mean, we're hoping it's gonna be a fun time. So we're very, very excited to have Darion Page from Serenity Church on our podcast next week. We will keep you guys updated on the date that that's gonna be coming out, but it's gonna be a blast and we cannot wait. I'll have a Dr. Pepper on the rocks. It, <laughs> Crown, Apple, and Sprite. That's what I would take. Well, you're getting fancy hey you know it, it, that's like i told you the other night that's my dad's drink and it just and it just passed down to me you know
0: yeah i have a good old
1: dr Pepper. don't worry about <laughs> it. um but so yeah that's coming next week keep posting on our facebook uh we'll try to post it on our instagram as well um but yeah folks that's all we got for week eight it's been fun we love mm-hmm. you guys keep on it on folks
0: stay safe
1: See you guys. Everything and anything.
0: Was it really left off the table?